I'm Curtis Mitchell, and you're watching Breakfast with Berkey. Hey guys, I have the pleasure and honor of interviewing one of my really good buddies, uh, Dr. Danny Slyke. He runs his own dental practice. We're here now. And welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Curtis. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited to, to interview. I know we've kind of known each other for a little bit. Um, what do you guys do here at Daniel Slyke DDS? Yeah, so I mean, we're a, we're a family practice uh, dental office. So we, we, we see uh, people of all ages and we, and we do general dentistry. Um, and uh, we do a lot of things to try to set ourselves apart, um, but we, we kind of offer the broad spectrum of, of dental health care and look over people's overall health. And, awesome. Yeah. So before we get into the details of that, tell me a little bit about you and your story. Where are you from? Where did you grow up? Kind of what high school did you go to? All that kind of yeah. stuff. So I um, actually was born in Virginia, but uh, was raised out here. Grew up in Scottsdale. Um, I've been here since I was two, so consider myself yeah. a native. Um, so yeah, grew up, grew up right down the street in Scottsdale. Uh, went to Desert Mountain High School, and uh, played sports there. Did wrestling and baseball, um, and then uh, stayed local. Went to college at U of A. There we go. And then went out to Colorado for dental school, and then came back home. Just wanted to be back here. This is home. This is where. You know, oh, my heart is, is. I know. Is I, I kind of do the same thing going to Denver, and then you get the, yep. the cold winters, yep. and you're like, oh yeah. my gosh, I can't do it. Yep. So, did you always want to be a dentist growing up, or how did you, I mean, figure out, you know, this is what I want to do, this is what I want to go to college for, because obviously that's a lot of schooling and a lot of work. And yep. how did you kind of decide and, you know, go that route? So, so my dad's a dentist, okay. um, but I never really thought I'd just go into it just because he is. You know, I didn't want to just, just follow in his footsteps just because. So I, I, always, I always loved uh, healthcare. I wanted to mm -hmm. do something in healthcare. You know, I like, like helping people. Uh, I love the science of it mm -hmm. and, and everything. So started exploring different options. Um, looked at going to medical school. Um, looked, I actually was, was close to doing physical therapy, you know, I love sports and working out and so shadow physical therapist was, was kind of on the track to do that. Um, and then just kept going back to dental and, you know, I just felt like I kept getting called back to that. And so, um, you know, during college, um, started shadowing some dentists, um, and just really found that, that just a lot of things drew me to that. Um, and I'd say the biggest thing was just kind of the, the relationship you have mm -hmm. with your patients. You know, a lot of physicians or surgeons that, you know, they see, they see their patients one time and that's it uh, for a procedure. But with, with dentistry, you kind of get that ongoing relationship yeah. with people and, and uh, just the work-life balance that you can have and you can own your own business. So it's a lot of things drew me to it. There's, there's an artistic side with the cosmetics mm -hmm. of it. And so, yeah. you know, I, I just kind of was drawn to that and decided to go down that path. So. That's awesome. Okay, so you go to U of A and you graduate early. Right? Did you yeah. graduate? So yeah, so um, had some credits going in, just kind of put my head down and, and worked hard and, and got done in three years. Okay. And I figured I'm going on to more school, why, why draw it out? So, <laughs> okay, um, so you do that, then you go to DU, right? Um, so it was University of Colorado, okay. Denver. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, in Denver, and then you graduate number one in your class, uh, that, is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, how did you get the motivation? Oh, and also, did you get married in that in that hall? So yeah, got married uh, in undergrad at U of A. I was twenty, 
So I got married Ooh. early. Yeah. yeah, got married uh, during my spring break of my uh, my sophomore year of college, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just kind of knew what I wanted and, and went That's for good. it. Good. Okay, so you graduate early, graduate number one in your class, get married, have. I mean, I don't know. Did you have your first kid in school, or yeah. was it after you graduated? So yeah, funny story. I was in dental school after my first year, and uh, we had to take our board exams. We had two parts of the board exams to you know get your license, and uh, I, I was you know take had to take an eight-hour exam, and my wife was pregnant, and like three days past her due date, oh, and I was in this oh exam goodness. room for eight hours, not knowing if she was going into <laughs> labor and stressing out, and needless to say, I passed the exam, yeah. but I. I flew through it. I think I got done in like four hours and oh, flew out of there goodness. and luckily she didn't have it yet. So I didn't miss the, miss the birth. But yeah, we had two two kids while in dental school. Man, that's um, wild. So. How did you, first off, stay, well, I guess the motivation came from the kids and wanted to provide for your family, I guess. But how did you stay organized and how did you like fight through it? I know, to me, organization is really hard to do. Um, <laughs> I don't like school. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. Um, just because that's my personality. But yeah someone to learn from you that's watching this is like okay I want to do the same thing I got a family maybe I'm yeah. you know got all this stuff going on how did you like get through it to me that's yeah. uh, that's tough I mean I, I think the biggest thing and this applies to all life is is time management mm -hmm. I mean we, we're all busy and we all say we don't have enough time but when you really look at your day and what you spend your time doing if you know if you if you are you know organized about it and plan and and prioritize things you know what what you think is a priority and what's important to you is gonna you know if you focus on that you're gonna be able to accomplish mm -hmm. your goals and get that done so I almost think having a family um, almost made me more motivated and, and more efficient with yeah. my time you know I would I would we'd have class you know here and there and have labs but I would just go early every day get my stuff done before school you know do yeah. my studying uh, stay you know stay till five and then go home at five where some people you know may you know, go out to lunch, you know, and stuff and, and goof off a little bit in the evenings or whatever. And then they'd be in the lab till midnight, you know, mm -hmm. working on stuff. Yeah. Um, but I just tried to get everything done on a schedule and kind of made it made it my job and, and stayed focused and, and it worked for me. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really good advice. I, if everyone could do that, I think that would be <laughs> amazing. Um, okay, so you graduate from Denver, move back to Scottsdale mm -hmm. or Arizona, I guess. Um, did you right away start shadowing and get a job at a certain dental practice. How did that? How did the transition work from school to dentistry? Yeah. So during my last year in Colorado, started reaching out to some dentists here locally. Made a couple trips out, um, and and found um, a part-time position at two different offices, um, private practices here mm -hmm. in Scottsdale. Um, and I, I feel like I was very fortunate. Two amazing amazing offices with great great dentists and great mentors. Um, and, and worked for them for about a year and um, just, just learned so much from them. Um, they mentored me, you know, they're, they're really good at what they did and, and I just took a lot away from them. Um, and, and after that, it worked at a few different places and just try to just soak in as much as I could. Mm -hmm. There's so many different ways to, to do it, to do dentistry, right. to, you know, form your, your practice and your business, how you treat people, what kind of procedures you do. There's just such a variety um, out there. I think people think you go to a dentist and it's a dentist, mm -hmm. you know? Um, you know, we joke, they say, you know, dentists just drill, fill, and bill. That's it, <laughs> right? Um, but no, but there, there's so much more to it. And so, mm -hmm. so I learned what I liked, what I didn't like, and 
just try to soak in everything I could um, from working and learning from those different offices that I worked at. Um, and I did that about, for about two years working at different offices. Okay, that's awesome. So you did two years shadowing and working and all that kind of stuff, and then you decided to buy and run this place. How did it work with the building that we're sitting in right now? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a crazy process. Um, with, with buying a business, um, it's something I, I didn't know much about when I was going into it, but I, I had known from my experience the, the location, I knew where I wanted to be. I mean, mm -hmm. this is, you know, Scottsdale's my home, it's where my network is, where my people are. Um, I just love the city, and so mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to be be close to home, too. I right. didn't want a long commute, so. Another cool thing, side note, we are literally on TPC Golf Course. Side note, by the way. I'm getting, I go here, I get all my teeth stuff down here. I literally sit in the chair and I see people on a putting green. So, <laughs> side note, look up the address um, at the very end of all this and, and check that out. But anyways, sorry, yeah. I had to throw that in there. Your location's that, amazing. It's awesome. My problem is, I, I, sometimes I just want to be out on the golf right. course. <laughs> I look at it, I go, what are these people doing? Yeah. They're just golfing all day. Oh, there's yeah. Curtis. What's <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> No, but um, yeah, no, awesome location. So yeah, just found the, uh, this practice. There was a dentist that was uh, uh, reaching, you know, getting into his uh, early seventies and, and ready to retire. Um, and the location and the type of practice just just fit very well. And and him and I, you know, got along well. And uh, so so took it over. Um, he retired, and and I took it over. And it's been almost three years now. That's um, amazing. I've been That's here. so great. So what were the biggest challenges for you? I know. You didn't start from scratch, which is nice. You kind of had a book of business here already, but they were used to the older dentist. And mm -hmm. then you're coming in with a fresh set of eyes, new ideas. What were the biggest challenges for you as you opened this place up and started to try to get things running again? Yeah. I mean, the, the whole thing's a, a learning process because they teach you so much in dental school about how to do good dentistry, mm -hmm. right? But they don't teach you a lot about running a business. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what it is. So there's there's payroll, there's you know the tax stuff, there's all the issues with the you know building and stuff. So learning all that and then you know staff. Um, so I think for me the most important thing was just getting a, a good team around me, mm -hmm. um, getting the right people because um, it, it takes a full team and it, it takes some really good people all doing their part mm -hmm. that all care about uh, what you're doing and that care about the patients. Um, and so that I think was the most important thing for me um, was, was getting surrounding myself with the right people. And so hiring the right way and getting people that are on board with your same vision. Mm -hmm. um, and so just trying to, trying to lead that way um, with, with you know, expressing my vision of what I want for, for my patients and my practice and, and finding people that are aligned with that. Um, so, so that was, you know, definitely important, but, but yeah, the dynamics with the age, that was, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, you know, they, they look at you and go, who's this, who's this kid coming in right. here? You know, I can't tell you how many times when I first started, they, you know, go, oh, my kid's older than you, or, <laughs> you know, are you old enough to be doing this? Or, you know, I get, you get comments like that all the time. Um, but you just gotta, you know, um, you know, be honest and, and, uh, you know, have confidence in, yeah. in your skills and what you do and. Um, I think people see that when you're genuine and, and mm -hmm. you care and you um, care about what you do and you care about them. Um, and so you, you develop that relationship with them and, and uh, it's, it's cool to see that, that you know, That's transition. Great. I know, and the team here is amazing. I mean, everyone that I know that goes here and everyone I refer to, uh, me personally, like everyone, the hygienist, mm -hmm. front desk, like literally everyone from the moment you step in to the moment you leave is just like an amazing experience. And most people don't have that. Like yeah. you said earlier, drill, fill, and bill. <laughs> yeah. That's usually like most people assume like a dentist yeah. is like the worst thing that they can do. 
uh, you know, it's all these cavities or my mouth hurts or yeah. my head hurts, uh, this and that. And I think from here it's just been amazing. So I can, yeah. I mean, I love it. I mean, yeah. I refer everybody to you because you do an amazing job. And I'm super happy with my smile. Look at, these, look at this guy. He's ready for Hollywood. Um, and, you know, <laughs> thanks to you guys, it wouldn't yeah. have happened. So, yeah. um, Tell us a little bit more like details about this specific business. You call the family dentistry. I know one of your rooms is decorated all kids and yeah. painted all nice and everything. So you guys do ranging like age range from what's what do you think the earliest or the youngest patient you have to kind of the oldest? You guys do the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's when I was trying to decide, you know, what how I want to form the practice, what I want to call it. A lot of people say, oh, cosmetic dentist, or, you know, I want it, uh, it to be family dentist. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's for everybody, and it's for, for kids and adults. So our, our youngest patients are, you know, six months to a year, they'll come in, we, we do, we call them happy visits. <laughs> you know, just, we, we bring in the kids and uh, make it fun for them. Um, and then adults, you know, for, of all ages. Um, so, so we see everybody, we try to make it a really, you know, family, friendly kind of place, um, you know, that, that people can come and feel comfortable and feel like, you know, we, we have a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. They're not just coming in, um, you know, and look at them as just another mouth, you know, another tooth, yeah. another filling. Um, it's the person and we try to get to know know our, our patients and that's why the, the team is so great because mm -hmm. they, uh, you know, they, they really care about the people and, and we know we know our patients and we get to know them and uh, we have fun with them and joke yep. with them and laugh with yep. them and cry with them, and, you know, it's that's, yeah. that's what I like and that's one of the big things I like about dentistry too. That's great. to do that. Yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, what's next for you? Now that you kind of got this thing going, do you want to open more? Do you want to just focus on this one practice? Kind of what, what's next for Dr. Slyke and his team? <laughs> You know, um, I, I'm always thinking of, of how, how can I do things better, and I think that's one of the, the reasons, you know, we, we've, we've been successful is we never are satisfied with, you know, with um, just, just what we're doing or being mediocre, so we always want to, how can we improve the patient mm -hmm. experience? You know, how can we make it better for the team? You know, we want the, the team to, to enjoy and love coming to work, and so we're having meetings and, you know, communicating. Um, but for me... You know, I, I've thought about that. You know, there's a lot of different things to do. You can you can expand and you can you know open ten offices. And for me, I, lo I love what I do and I love that that when they come, they know they're seeing me, mm -hmm. and they know what they're getting. Um, you know, I don't want them just to come in and see somebody different every time. You know, there's some offices yeah. that are like that, and that that's fine. It works for them, but I want to have that consistency, have that relationship. So I feel like I, I want to right now just focus on this, what I have here, mm -hmm. this practice, and, and do what we're doing really, really well mm -hmm. and do it better than, than yeah. anybody else and uh, make, the, make the experience better uh, for our patients. So right now this is this is what i have Good. you know and i yeah. and i want to just continue to improve uh in everything we do that's great um now you do i know we kind of switched kind of going jumbled around a little bit but so you'll do not only cleanings and like your normal dentist stuff but yeah. also invisalign mm -hmm. braces um what else do you do aside from i mean maybe someone that hasn't been to the dentist in a while um, yeah. traditionally what do you guys offer as far as you know specific stuff yeah, I mean, there's there's a there's a lot of things you don't really really think about, but obviously the normal dental things we do, the fillings and the crowns and the bridges and uh, you know dentures and all all that. But um, we do a lot of cosmetic work. Um, you know, we do veneers and we do crowns. Um, we do Invisalign. Um, do a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. straightening. I, that was literally one of the best investments I ever done in my or ever have done in my life. Uh, my smile has changed. 
I can't stop smiling like everywhere I go. So if you're thinking about getting Invisalign or braces or something like that, look into it. It's amazing. You might think it's a little expensive up front, but the lifelong um, payoff will be yeah, amazing. Yeah. 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 And not only does it look awesome, as you can tell, but yeah. it, the, the function part of it, having a correct bite, there's so many issues that can go happen when your teeth are crowded or your bites off, jaw problems, chipping, where, you know. So, um, yeah, Invisalign's a big thing we do. We do oral cancer screens on, on all our patients and can tell you how many times we see things that look suspicious and we, um, we send them for a biopsy. Um, we even, you know, send people to dermatologists because we see things that, that, that they, they might not have noticed or they haven't been to. Um, we look for things, we look for sleep apnea. Mm. Uh, if you don't know much about sleep apnea, that that's a can be a really serious problem that can call it the silent killer. It can go completely undetected, undiagnosed. Um, and so we, we look for that, uh, we refer for that, but we also treat that. We, we treat snoring, we have appliances that treat <laughs> snoring. Uh, we treat grinding. Um, so there's a lot, a lot of different things yeah. that, that we do with the cosmetics, with the, you know, um, so that's great. Kind of I love it. Dynamic. Full service dentistry, family dentistry. I love it here. It's amazing. Um, I want to get into some common asked questions for either a dentist or someone that, you know, wants to know more. Just they have questions. So one of the biggest ones that I see a lot are, is Invisalign versus braces, like we just talked mm -hmm. about. You know, some people aren't a candidate for Invisalign. Mm -hmm. um, you see a lot of those things on TV now where it's, Hey, call call us and we'll just you know send you a you know Invisalign plan. It's yeah. not Invisalign, but it's a trade right. plan, right? Yep. Um, how do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah, no, um, it it's it's a tough subject because there there's so much more that goes into uh, straightening your teeth than just just making them look pretty. Um, there's it's such an important thing to have them have them fit and, and function. Um, so. In very, very minor cases, something like that can work, but in a lot of the cases, not having somebody that's watching and making sure mm -hmm. it's going right, um, things can get off track and go really wrong. Yeah, so um, people that don't know the process, I would meet every, I don't know, every couple weeks or so. Probably maybe every six, six, yeah, eight, yeah, every six, eight weeks. Every few weeks, I would come back in and they would measure everything and make sure you know, the trays were doing what they were supposed to and everything track, was in line yeah. and on track. And I think some of those things on TV, mm -hmm. they just send you the trays and say, good luck. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's where it's scary. And I've seen some, some really bad outcomes from those and then had to then fix them. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but yeah, no, um, braces versus Invisalign is a big question too. A lot of people don't want the metal brackets. Invisalign's come a long way in the, in the recent, just past couple of years where the, the extent of what it can do is pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. The technology is getting better, it's getting faster, and it can be done a lot faster. But there's still certain cases that would be better having yeah. traditional braces. Um, and, and the biggest thing, I think, is if, if you don't wear it, it doesn't work. Yeah. So if you're somebody that's, that's not going to commit yeah. to it, yeah. it's not going to work. Put on some braces that you can't take <laughs> off. Um, but, but Invisalign is really a great option, and, and we love offering it for patients because you know people love it. And of all ages, we, we do Invisalign mm -hmm. patients in their 70s. You know, a lot of times yeah. people in their 50s will go, oh, it's too late for me now. No, I mean, you probably only lived half your life, you know. <laughs> so so it's worth it's it's worth it even for, yeah. for adults and older adults. That's great. So after you get Invisalign, usually people's first question is, hey, I want to whiten my teeth. So another question I'm sure you get a lot is, what's the best way to whiten? There's the strips, there's professional whitening here where mm -hmm. they actually sit you down and yeah. put the bleach on. I don't even know what it is, but <laughs> they do that. Or yeah. toothpaste. Like, mm -hmm. what do you suggest is like the best way um, to whiten your teeth? And yeah. Like uh, so the first thing is everybody's teeth 
whiten differently and take to whitening differently. So if somebody gets great results from, from something, you may not get the same. Mm -hmm. um, but in general, whitening, the, the main way to whiten is with just hydrogen peroxide. People think, you know, it's some crazy chemical. All it is is hydrogen peroxide. It's just in different forms and in different application methods. Um, so sometimes white strips, crest white strips, you know, mm -hmm. at, at home can work. If your teeth are, you know, nice and straight and, you know, you just take the generic thing yeah. and it, it can work, um, you know, pretty well for some people. Um, obviously the professional whitening is, is obviously more custom, more tailored and, and gets you a more dr dramatic mm -hmm. difference faster. So that, you know, we do it in yeah. office. With toothpaste, a lot of the whitening you see on toothpaste is just an advertising gimmick. If something removes any kind of plaque or stain, they can claim that it whitens. Huh. So they can say, this is a whitening toothpaste just because it removes plaque, when in fact it has actually no chemical uh -huh. in it that whitens. Um, activated charcoal is a big fad right now. Um, the only th what you know, is that? So, I don't know what that is. So yeah. So it, yeah, it's activated yeah. charcoal. It's a it's a dark kind of scrub, kind of toothpaste that you can scrub on your teeth, and and it does remove stain. And you know, some studies show it can it can whiten some. The only thing I'd be aware with some of those those whitening toothpaste and the charcoal is sometimes they're more abrasive, and they're more abrasive because they're removing that stain, and that's why it whitens your teeth because it's it's you know shaving off the stain. Yeah but it can also do some harm to your teeth and gums and cause more sensitivity. So you just gotta be a little bit careful with what products you're using um, at home because they can advertise it and make it sound mm -hmm. wonderful, but you gotta be careful if you're actually doing more harm than good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another one that I hear or I see a lot of read a lot is manual toothbrush versus electric toothbrush. What kind of toothbrush do you have? Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I use an electric toothbrush. Okay. Um, I, I had the Oral-B for a long time. I use the Sonicare now. Honestly, I don't have a preference between yeah. those two, but going from a manual brush to an electric brush, 100 times better. And our patients, when they switch to an electric brush, their their hygiene is so much more, so Good. much better, so much more improved. Um, it just, think about it. You can only brush so fast. When you turn on an electric brush, mm -hmm. it's going thousands of times per second. Yeah. It's so much more efficient, um, and you don't have to scrub. A lot of people get a get an yeah, electric toothbrush yeah. and they start scrubbing, and no, it, yeah, it doesn't work know. for you. <laughs> so, so if you're someone that's too impatient to, to let it just run along your gums and you got to scrub, that's you know, that's so funny. That's something that you told me when we were yeah. in Costa Rica. I was literally brushing <laughs> like a normal toothbrush, and then all of a yeah. sudden you're like, no, 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 hey, dude, let me give you some yeah. advice. Yeah. you don't have to do that. I'm like, really? Yeah. And just like slowly, just. Yeah. Let I, it I still play. never build you for that advice. Yeah. <laughs> Charge it to our camera, man. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, but electric brush makes a huge difference. Just gotta hold it, let it, let it do its thing. Yeah. With kids, I've got four kids. Going to an electric brush for your kids is a life changer. Bedtime's hard enough. Trying to get them, you know, trying to brush them. Mm -hmm. You take an electric brush, turn it on. Thirty seconds, you're done. You know, you don't have to struggle and have them. You know, it. If you have kids, get an electric brush and get a rechargeable good one. They're only about 40, 50 bucks. Don't get the little ones with the battery that die every third time you use it. It's such a pain. Trust me, I've, I've learned all this from experience. Get a good rechargeable electric kids brush. Buy them on Amazon. Uh, makes your life so much easier. That's awesome. I think the last one is floss. We, everyone knows the benefits of flossing, obviously. That's something that we all struggle with. Every time yeah. we go to the dentist, we're like, oh, I got the notification that my dentist, I got my cleaning in, in two weeks. Time, oh, to I got, like, time to start flossing. Yeah. Um, regular floss versus water pick. I've seen water picks, and I know you talk about it a little bit. 
What yeah. do you think, I mean, do people really need to spend the money on that or is it kind of more of a gimmick than anything? Um, so yeah, so there, there's different ways. Fla basically, if you're brushing, you're, you're getting maybe about two thirds of the, the tooth surface, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe three fourths of the tooth surface. In between the teeth, there's no way the brush is gonna get. So that's where flossing, or using picks. I mean, there's some picks, uh, picks called opal picks that I buy. You can buy them on Amazon. There's like these little thin plastic mm -hmm. toothpicks. Um, if you don't want to floss, you hate floss, you can use those, or you can get the little floss with, uh, flosser sticks yeah. with strings on them. But cleaning between the teeth does make a huge difference. And once you start doing it, you'll notice how much stuff you're missing when you're brushing, mm -hmm. and you won't you won't want to stop yeah. because you know you'll know you know how much is in there. But yeah, either flossing or using a pick. A lot of people ask about the water pick. Um, definitely is good for some people, especially if they have you know some big spaces. Mm -hmm. But it, to me, it doesn't replace flossing because it just doesn't get quite in those tight places. Mm -hmm. So I'd still recommend flossing or using cool. a pick. And then you recommend seeing your dentist every six months, something like that, or what do you really recommend for yeah. how often should I show up here and give you my money? Yeah, exactly, so um, every other week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, it, honestly, that's different for every people too, okay. every person too. Um, general, general rule is every six months. That's what insurance covers is every six months, so people tend to you know, go on mm. what insurance dictates, but for some people, some people build up you know, the tartar so fast they need to come every three months. Honestly, some people, they have such good hygiene, maybe they only need to come once a year, but um, generally every six months, but some people need to come sooner, so go in and get a checkup, you know, um, and we can see things. It's always easier to prevent problems mm -hmm. than it is to fix them later. You know, if you go years and wait till something hurts, with teeth, it, they're weird. A lot of times they're not gonna, you're not gonna feel anything until it gets all the way down to the nerve, mm -hmm. and then causes That's an infection, and, yeah. and then you're into a lot more than you wanted. So going regularly just, finds problems before they become mm -hmm. a big issue. One of the cool things I wanted to touch on real quick is what happened with my wife. She was getting headaches all the time mm -hmm. when she was sleeping or waking up with a headache. And it turns out that she was grinding at night. Mm -hmm. And she saw you, you're, you're like, hey, this is kind of weird. You're getting headaches, but your teeth are kind of like, I don't know, something's happened with your teeth. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you a, a tray or mouth guard or whatever mm -hmm. for at night, and I'm not kidding, her headaches have like virtually disappeared. Yeah. So is that something that you see often as people grind, they don't yeah. realize it? Super common, and and sometimes it's not an audible grind. They all say to me, you know, oh, my, my partner doesn't, doesn't hear me grinding. Well, a lot of times you're not gonna hear it. Um, a lot of times it's just clenching or clamping down mm -hmm. on your teeth. Um, so yeah, it does a lot of damage. It can, it can cause your teeth to wear and chip, obviously. It can cause your gums to recede, um, and then it can give you jaw problems, um, and which can also lead to tension, headaches, can lead to migraines, can lead to neck problems when you're holding that tension. It's just how we deal with stress, is, is we, we clench down, and if you start to realize it, you'll probably notice you do it when you're focused during the day, you know, if you start mm -hmm. to realize it, but most people do it, do it during the night, during that deep part of their sleep. Um, I wear a night guard every night, because I clench yeah. my teeth, and when I don't wear it, I notice, wow, I got, you know, Sore. a lot of tension in my jaw, and so, that's something uh, to be aware of because honestly, I, I think more than half of the pe people probably do some sort of clenching or grinding gotcha. and then they'll never notice it. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else that you recommend that we didn't talk about or cover or if there's anything else you want to wanna talk about? Yeah, I mean, I just, I just think uh, the biggest thing, you know, with your, with your oral health is, is finding somewhere, uh, an office that, that is going to be honest with you, is going to really care about your overall health. Um, 
and, and finding that dental home, you know, that you, that you can trust, that you can go to, um, that makes you feel comfortable, that explains things to mm -hmm. you. Um, you know, there's a lot of different places out there. You can find, you know, the cheap places. You can find, a, you know, but uh, going somewhere that, that's really going to care about your oral health is, is going to save you a lot of pain and, and money down the road. Awesome. So. Well, thanks for doing this. Last thing, where can we find you, either on social media or we'll have the address and info uh, yeah. to get a hold of them, all the phone numbers and stuff um, below on this link. Um, yeah. But where can we find you online? And, yeah, like, scottsdaleazdentist.com. Um, scottsdaleazdentist.com is our website, has all our info on it. Um, check us out. It's got a video of the office and um, bios on the staff and everything. So. Cool. Well, thank you again. It's been an absolute yeah. pleasure. and. Thank you, my friend. I'll see you soon. Yeah, right. I actually have an appointment in, in a month. A month right. from yesterday. You better start flossing. I know. I gotta start flossing. <laughs> Take care, guys. Right. Thanks for watching. Please like. Please share. Uh, leave a comment. We'd love to hear some feedback. If you have any questions for Dr. Slyke, leave them below. Uh, he'll definitely answer them. Uh, thanks for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.